Hello, welcome back, haters. The boys are back with another excellent episode of You Hate to See It, where we talk about all the things you love and hate to see. I'm KP, and as always, I'm here with my guys. I'm here with the chief hater, aka Dr. Hate, D. Wild. What's up, brother? What's up, people? Ready to hate. I'm here with the movie <laughs> man, Scotty Tarantino, Thomas Washington. What's up, brother? Scotty, two where else going, folks? We got a very special episode because we're about to talk about the first succession episode, Sans Logan Roy. And boy, was it a good one. Boy, was it a good one. But before we get into it, a quick spoiler warning. If you haven't seen episode four of season four of Succession, if you're not watching week to week live, what the fuck are you doing? Get off this pod. If you're with us, you're with us. Yes, sir. So without further ado, man, let's let's get into it. She's yeah. pregnant. What the fuck? Who was who was beating them walls down? Who's who's y'all money on? I mean, I y'all guess think it's is. Tom. We can assume it's Tom, man. I mean, come on. I mean, man. yeah, that's a, that's the safe bet. But what if it's that, that nigga? What, what if it's that nigga? What if it's that nigga? Who's who's the political consultant that she was fucking for the the whole yeah. day? Or Nate, yeah, what if it was that nigga Nate? <laughs> Nate, bro, nigga. No, hey, I think Nate's a changed man after his marriage. Oh, he did get married. I forgot about that. Man. Yeah, man, if it, it was Nate, bro, then Tom would have to catch a body at the finale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's better respect. All right, I just had to throw that out there real quick. I mean, I guess she's not Pat. If Kendall's the oldest and he just turned forty, she's in her late thirties. So it's not like you know. People be having yeah. kids in their late thirties, especially yeah, with modern medicine and everything. Fact, she rich as hell. You got the good super rich. Civilization treatment, all that shit, man. Yeah, she good. She good to go. But yeah, man. So we open the episode. Shiv is back. Kendall's in shambles. Marsha's back. Like, like the that whole- was wild. Marsha's yeah. Marsha is there. Just trying to get her bag, like she is there as a debt collector. She right. immediately sold the house to to Connor. She literally made a spit a spit handshake agreement. I was like, "What the fuck? What is this? The fifteen hundreds, Marsha?" She spit on her hand and shook. It was like, "Damn!" Yeah, Nigga yeah, said sixty three. Sixty three mils. Marsha being back, are y'all buying the fact that she and Logan supposedly talk? Uh, uh, I don't remember exactly the, the wording she used, but do you think that they talked every night? Intimately, intimately yeah, yeah, every intimate, night. Intimate talks every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first, she said morning and night, and then she pivoted to just intimately at night. And then they was like, "Bitch, please stop telling me you you had phone sex with my deceased father." <laughs> um, no, but that <laughs> that's cap, big cap. All right, where the big hats that niggas wear? That's big cap. No, I, I believe they were talking pretty regularly because you know, like Logan always had that soft spot for Marsha, even in last season where he, like he calls her back, you know, when he's going through his shit, you know, what I'm saying she's like, "Hey, I'm with you," you know, what I'm saying like, like they locked in, man, like they treacherous twins, you know. So I'm, 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 I'm rocking with Marsha. I'm rocking with Marsha. So this nigga, nigga, just on the, on the phone with Marsha while he's having Carrie top him off. That's what I'm saying. Like he's getting the phone sex for Marsha while Carrie's doing the acts for him as his surrogate. It's a big love. I'm sitting here wondering, like, at what point did Carrie leave or was not? there long enough to where 
Marsha would have been on the phone with him and you know what I'm saying? And Carrie not have come up or like, you know what I'm saying? Like they clearly didn't get along for obvious reasons. And I don't see where she would have been. You know what I'm saying? I don't see where she could have been in the room with Logan at any point. And Marsha been on the phone. Like, I'm gonna, keep it, I'm gonna keep it a beam, bro. Logan probably had Carrie like running to the store and shit. Like, you know, like, like we see, like we see, like when he's in the car or whatever, you know, like when, when she's on the system, when she's on the clock, you know, when Carrie not on the clock, Logan probably. Yeah, like, yeah, so, you know, like when it gets late, he like, hey, Carrie, go, go home to your little apartment right quick. So I can talk to my, my old lady, you know. You know. Nah, you, you say yeah. this nigga Logan was sneaking off to the bathroom, yeah. bro, to have some to have some beat meat time while he's on the phone with Marsha, <laughs> sending off, sending away his his real actual present pussy oh. for, for the virtual. For, that bitch got to be a master of words, fucking <laughs> hey, oral historian. Yeah, you see, we start we starting off with the with the hard hitting analysis, you know, as you can see. Exactly. Exactly. As you can see. I mean, shit, how'd y'all feel like I know we're going a little bit out of order here, but how did y'all feel about like the Marsha since we're talking about Marsha and Carrie, they came head to head in the episode. Uh, yeah. Like, what did y'all feel about that dynamic? I mean, it just kind of goes with the progression of where we're talking since we should talk about Yeah, I kinda wanted to um get into that a little later, but yeah, let's do it because Fucking Marshall was dunking all over that little bitch. Like Carrie's like, you trying to go upstairs? Like, oh, I need to find something. I need to find something. You need. You see, she's mumbling to Roman. She's like, oh, he said that we could get married. Type. So like, just wilding. Like Marshall, like, man, I get this poor ass bitch out of here. Greg, Greg, fucking dunking all. Oh, the, here comes this bitch. Here. Comes- <laughs> nah, Greg. Nah, hey, nobody fucked with Greg this season. But fucking. He's gone full. Carrie got everything she deserved. I didn't feel no part of me felt bad. I mean, Hell it no. looked the scene looked bad. I could tell that it was meant to like kind of like all oh, kick the Marsha's kicking to a while. Up a little like, bit, yeah. No, yeah, Marsha's kicking a while. She's down, but like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you deserved it, bitch. You were you were her mistress. Like, Marsha's actually married to the nigga. Like, you deserve that. <laughs> And like, yeah. if you really thought he was gonna like y'all for sure was a game. Like, if you thought any of this true, that's just you're just silly. Like, so this is just <laughs> a like, very, this is just very pathetic. And I'm just like watching. I'm just like, yo, hurry up and wrap it up. Like, and like, look, look, Logan did fuck with her, but like, come on, let's be serious. Like, this nigga's goddamn ninety years old. Like, come on, bro, that nigga not marrying you, bro. Like, chill. He's not about to get on marriage number four at eighty something, bro. Like, Carrie, you are a real king. Uh, a real play. I oh, think like was, he was actually trying to have a child with Carrie. Yeah, he probably did try, like the idea of having a kid. But let's be honest, he probably just couldn't do it. <laughs> so my kid. Yeah, he was like 80-something. Like, yeah. nigga, give it up, bruh. Yeah. The fact that you're able to still get erect. <laughs> like, and yeah, still, the fact that it's able to, to just function is, is like, honestly, <laughs> what uh, he should have been happy about. Like, come on, too bruh. Too graphic in here right now. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, it's been a real descript episode. But all right, we get we get hard pivot back to the real action of the story, man. So, all right, hold on. So, like, very, very yeah. early... You know, we see the kids in one room, you know, and they're kind of like debriefing, you know, talking about how, you know, they're how they're feeling type shit. And then we got the, you know, the Keystone, the Keystone fucks 
the old guard in the other room kind of debating, you know, where how things are going to shake down. And, you know, we see Tom walk into the wake. He looks at Shiv and the kids. He looks at the suits and he's like, all right, you know, Shiv don't fuck with me. I'm a suit now. And so the kids are all kind of like discussing how they're grieving and shit like that. Roman claims to have already pre-grieved, which we know he's going to break down at some point. Like, come on, it's Roman we talking about. He's like, he's literally a marshmallow under his uh, fascist exterior. Yeah, I was about to say, racist, fascist, whatever, whatever, whatever ish you yeah. want to throw on him, his Roman's got it. Bro. And then Shiv is, you know, just kind of shivin'. And then Ken makes a joke, he's like, he's got a grief guy. But you know, like, I feel like he's dealing with it in the most healthy way. Shiv is just like full of like hate right now. I'm not fucking and, with Shiv. You said what? Just to piggyback off what you said, like I would say, even outside of you said being full of hate, I think Shiv's still making it about her. Like she's making yeah. all this stuff about her. Like oh, if, if I didn't do this, he wouldn't have been on the plane. Which are like this had nothing to do with you, Shorty. Like why do you keep putting yourself in the middle of something that you know what I'm saying? Like inserting yeah. yourself into problems that don't don't really exist these problems are above you and you're seeing i mean i think that's a i think that's a natural like thought process though people are gonna think like they they did push that nigga to get more money the deal was done and they were like nah we're not we have the votes to make you go back to the table so we had to go back to the table and fly out there right so they did they did push that nigga to have to go back to the table for the gojo deal this shit would have been wrapped up already right that's valid Um, but shiv always makes it seem like it's her thing like it's her like yeah, it's, she it's wants, not, she's putting. It's, a, I think it's a natural. I think it's a normal woman thing, not to be like too much woman hating, but I feel like you know they're trying to put themselves at the center of attention and the center of some shit. When it's like, bitch, it's not that deep. Nigga was old. Like the nigga's yeah. just old. <laughs> like, yeah, it could happen in the car over the plane. You know, yeah. very true. Oh. So the kids are you know talking, doing their thing in the other room. You know, it's, like, these are these are like some of my favorite scenes in Succession, where it's just like the suits, just like being funny, man. Elite, elite Carl moment. Like Chef's Kiss, bruh. That <laughs> nigga Carl. <laughs> that nigga Carl 360 reverse windmilled on that nigga Tom, Carl was Carl and Frank were cooking all episode, bro. That shit was amazing. That shit was like Kyrie and LeBron, forty-one apiece. Like that. We'll say nah. It's it like D Wade and LeBron. I got that that, that fucking iconic photo, bro. He lobbed it up for. He's like, yeah, let's 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 think about this. Let's you know, let's see. Let's just hypothesize yeah, so, what the board would say. So Tom, you know, you were you were the main one saying, you know, Tom's got. He's got some some leeway. He's got some wiggle room here. Carl broke it down. What, what's up, man? It seems like he's fucked. Nowhere to be seen. <laughs> no, I was still staying on what I said. Like, I think if Tom plays, I, I think if Tom runs, like, makes the plays, like, calls, uh, if he can work somehow with the kids. Like, you see he's kind of working over, trying to work over Kendall, trying to work over Roman. Shiv, I mean, we can get into that here in a minute as well, but, like, He's already trying to work over the kids. If he can find his way in on this Pierce deal, if he can go ahead and uh, uh, sell to uh, Gojo, you know what I'm saying? If he can start getting some traction, then come uh, the time when they have to uh, erase whoever's name off the the interim line and have to to pencil in somebody for good, 
I don't see why his name, if he is able to execute these two things that are very much attainable at this point in time, if he can execute this, I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, we can go ahead and see him make jokes and call him, uh, say Shiv hates him and uh, the mm-hmm. only person who was really in his corner was Logan and he's dead. We can go ahead and still crack those jokes, but if he does execute these two, like at the end of the day, those are just jokes because he's actually making some shit happen. So right. I yeah, completely understand where Carl's coming from. It's funny and it is true, but at the same time, I don't think that should deter Tom from trying to trying to make something happen. Okay, he's gonna yeah, try. Right. He's just gonna fail. Nobody actually fucks with him. <laughs> like yeah, he's, gonna, he's gonna fall flat on his face, like he did this episode. Yeah, let, let's stay on Tom for a second because he's going around and saying, you know, I'm here to serve. He's trying to pick up, you know, a, a new roster spot on somebody's team, somebody that's you know involved, somebody's on an upward trajectory. But you know, so let's say if you're the kids and you know how Tom did y'all last time. Literally the dirtiest of the dirty. Are you accepting Tom the servant on your roster? And well, see, I this also goes. This goes back to what I was saying before. Y'all be like, "Oh, Tom, like was was uh like, um, like game." Well, not gonna say what y'all said, but essentially he was going around game planning, uh, trying to like be sympathetic to the kids or empathetic towards the kids, but at the same time wanted to turn around and was sitting here joking around with Greg and trying to think about what the next move was for him in the hierarchy of this whole situation. Now you clearly see like, this is what a day after Logan had just passed. And the only thing Tom's doing in this house, going room to room. I'm, I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve. You know, so like I said, I was team Tom coming in this and this nigga's just going around, bouncing around room to room. And he had Shiv on the stairs trying to manipulate Shiv into to, to taking him. Well, I wouldn't say taking him back, but you know what I'm saying? Getting on his side so he could go ahead and weasel his way back. Um, yeah. into her good grace so they can make something happen. Like, he ain't got me fooled. I see what he's doing. I hope it works, but I see what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. All this, all that empathy that he showed, we thought it was genuine. Um, I'm not so sure it's genuine now. And it seems like, and it seems like none of the kids give a shit. Like what they they all seem to believe it wasn't genuine. Roman's like doesn't give a fuck at all about that nigga. Ken, I think Kendall's just like finds it ironic and funny, but I think Kendall's probably the only one that he has a, actually has a shot at maybe, you know, convincing to, to work with. I don't see Roman or Shiv really moving past it. Well, I guess Shiv, Shiv's going to have to get Shiv, into it on Shiv. Yeah, Roman and Shiv. Yeah, yeah so they're, more, they're more emotional. So it's like they're, they, you know, they're they're really scorned on it. Kendall's like, you know, he, he feels scorned on it, but I think he could he could potentially move past it. I still think it's very much a long shot. And don't think uh, Tom ends up being a, a victor of, of anything after this. Yeah. So it's, yeah, Tom is like he's in cockroach mode right now. He's just trying to survive any any kind of way. You know? <laughs> so I, I honestly do think if someone reaches back out to him, it would be like a Kendall because they already have like history of you know like, like they've had several like one on one conversations. They've had several times where Kendall's like. You know, Tom, you're a good guy. I like you. Type shit like that. And, you know, Tom, like, he kept it real with Kendall last season. He's like, look, I seen, I seen you get fucked a lot. I never seen Logan get fucked. Look, Logan's dead now. So, I mean, shit, that rapport is kind of there. You know, Kendall doesn't really give a fuck about shit. Let's be real. Let's be real. Kendall is erratic as some of his behavior is and some of the completely stupid decision he makes. He doesn't take shit personal. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, he's always taking it as business, whether it was his pops, whether it was Stewie, 
or whether it's right here with Tom. Like he's never, he, you know what I'm saying? He might like, he'll say something back, but at the end of the day- I don't know about it, he don't take shit personal. That ain't gonna take I mean, shit personal. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's willing to take it. He's willing to still do business is what I mean. Like it's not- Yeah, it's he's, he, he be taking shit personal, but yeah, he'll still do business. But he yeah, does love to lo- throw that yeah. relational card out. Nigga threw it out at Stewie. He's like, come on, yeah. Stewie, help me. Help, help vote for me, my guy. You know, he's like, what's in it for me? Maybe helping your best friend out uh, the day after his dad fucking died, you asshole. <laughs> Which was a compelling argument. Shit worked, but. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. So yeah, let's let's get into into that a little bit because, um, of course, who else? Carl and Frank. They find they find a paper in Logan's safe, and it's got some interesting info on it. So let me ask: What did you guys think was going to be on the paper before, like, they revealed? That it was Kendall's name. Like, did y'all think that um, it would it would be somebody else other than Kendall? Oh no, my initial thought was there was going to be a a letter or something saying that Carrie was pregnant or like some detail to Carrie. Because I think uh, Carl, when Carl came in, he said something about we're not going to let this princess ruin something for us. And I was like, oh my god, she's pregnant. So it made me go back to the pod last week where we were talking about because I didn't even feel that idea. I was thinking that Carrie was tweaking because she was like, oh, I'm about to get a bag. And then when Logan pulled it, I mean, when they pulled out the paper and they said something about a princess, I was like, there's no way this short, this chick's actually pregnant. And turned out it was something completely different. So I was actually just all, I didn't care whose name was on it. I was just glad it didn't have anything to do with Carrie. (laughs) Man, I had no clue on that shit. I'm going to come clean. Like I, I, I thought it was a. I, I knew it had something to do with the succession. I did not anticipate it being mm-hmm. one of the kids. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I thought it would be like Jerry on it or something, just like some like boilerplate shit. Like oh yeah, you like give it to Carl or some some shit. But I love how they were like kind of joking about like throwing it away. Like like oh you're uh, well, what did he say? He said um, flush it down the toilet. Yeah, he's like, oh, it gets flushed down the toilet in a mistake. Like, I'm kidding. Of course, you're speculating yeah, in comic mode. I was taking it in a humorous fashion or whatever he said. In a like, humorous like, fashion. It's the yes. exact same thing, Carl. What are you talking about? Like, you got yeah, Jerry yeah. in there. They're doing, like, the legal and, and, Oh, comedic vein. That's what he said. Comedic In a comedic vein. <laughs> Niggas was literally talking about destroying evidence. Like, come on now. Jerry, Jerry said like, like it didn't mean yeah, shit, you know, and it, and it doesn't mean so, so let me ask, was Kendall's name underlined or was it crossed out? Mm, I got that shit. That shit looked like an underline. I'm going to come clean. That would have been a real shitty cross out job. <laughs> the shit, most of the shit was exposed. Like how that would have been a super shitty cross out job. I'm gonna keep it a bean. I think it was intentionally done by Logan. I don't know. I'm I'm getting conspiracy theory, but I think it was crossed out. I think it is crossed out for the sake of the story. But I think Logan like jacked up the line and left it jacked up because it was kind of like a the whole time he doesn't know if he wants him to have it or if not. So it was kind of just like whatever he was feeling in that moment. He could just say, "Oh well, yes, crossed out." Or it is unlike you know what I'm saying. Like make your final pitch. Cool. All right, yeah, it is underlined. It is crossed out. Just little shit like that that he did all the time. But in the sake, for the sake of the argument, I think it was crossed out, not underlined. Mm-hmm. What about you, KT? 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's underlined, man. Because first of all, if you're gonna cross something out, then like cross it out. You know what I'm saying? Like make it not able to be read, make it illegible. And then the line starts under the name. Who among us hasn't underlined something that ended up getting fucked up? Who among us? So, hold on, y'all can't hear me. Yeah, so I think it was I think it was underlying, you know. If you're gonna cross something out, cross it out. But what I really liked is, you know, when you know everybody kind of disperses and it's just Frank and Kendall in there. Kendall's like, Is it real? Is it real? Like, did he really want me? And Frank's like, I mean shit, sometimes he did, like, and that's like the realest shit Frank ever said. And like, you know, like sometimes. Sometimes he did want that nigga to, to succeed him, and sometimes he didn't. That's just that's just how fucking Logan worked. And he was an old bastard. He was a tough old nut, but he loved you, kid. And like Frank I is mean, really. If we, the, if we think about it, right? Yeah, Frank is his best friend, right? So Frank would know Frank the most. Like he's his best, longest friend. Yeah, like Frank is like a father figure to Kendall. I mean, I know Roman hates him, and I feel like him and Shiv have never even like spoken. But like, I mean, it's shit. Kendall had him and Shiv have not seen this Yeah, I've never even seen them interact or look at each other. Yeah, I don't but think I mean, they like, had a one-on-one conversation. Kendall was dragging Frank around to the VC meetings and like season one, whenever the fucking board meeting failed, like they really dogged. So that was that was good to see. That was good to see. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a good heart-to-heart moment. Um, you know, nothing. Really, oh, nothing on know, that solidified it there, but good heart to heart. I will say, so. I was Shiv also took a, a another notch on, uh, lost a notch on my belt because I really don't understand, and maybe this just goes to like the ego of the kids or or whatever, but I don't understand any situation where if one of our names is on a a, a something that could essentially give us the majority vote. Why would I be? No, I think it's crossed out. No, nah, I don't think like what? Hater. Oh yeah, it's old. Like what? like what are y'all on, bro? Like Nasty, I'm doing bro. this for us. He was just like like shit. Like you can't be serious right now. He's like, yeah, he just, yeah, he's like, you gotta at least let's be re-. he was like, okay, but let's be real here. Like my name was on it at some point, right? Maybe it changed, maybe not, but at some point that nigga wanted me. And she's like, Yeah, but at some point you wanted me. You wanted me. And I was like, whatever, but my shit's in writing. It sure as fuck as shit doesn't say shiv. That shit was a ball. I was like, shit. He said, Well, it sure as fucking shit doesn't say shit, right? Like that was that was that was a tense scene, right? I I thought he was actually being genuine in that scene, in the sense that like I think he was being genuine and he liked the dynamic that they were working together. He liked that, you know, they were figuring it out. I think Roman was being genuine. Like Roman was very much trying to play. He was trying to like at least be, you know, as graceful as he could with saying like Shiv, like, you know, I like what we're doing here. You know, I think, I think we should work together. Like I've liked working together, but like, it's unrealistic to think this, we're going to be like a three headed snake on this. Right. I was like, you're not really that invested in 
in the company. You don't have the prior experience. Like everything Kendall said in response was facts. Like it's already in the draft. They were both co-COOs. They've both been a part of the company for a very long time. Like it just makes logical sense for the two of them to kind of, you know, to kind of step up and kind of slide into that spot. Like I thought it was a big power move when, when Kendall's like, well, it doesn't just have to be me. Like, you know, it kind of, it, I shiv out, but it, it made a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Facts. Like literally, if you're going to try to get the company back or at least like in the interim, you know, push the deal, through. you know, Kendall, I mean, like we all know Kendall's story. We all know what he's been through, but he's in the family. He's someone that's publicly been in lockstep with his father at various moments. You know, they had the, the, uh, the hearing uh, in D.C., you know, he's been on TV. He's, he's a known face of Waystar Royco. So, I mean, it just makes sense to like, at least just to get the deal through, just to put Kendall on there with a little bit of Roman sprinkles. And that's what worked out. Shiv is a hater. Fuck Shiv. I'm off the I'm off the bandwagon. You know, she ain't pulling up in the pantsuits no more. Like, what's the point? <laughs> like, like, you know, like, fuck shit. She's stuck. She over here falling in her heels yeah, and stuff, down man. Shit, like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, she was really, like, she's really losing it. I mean, you see it as her kind of, like, falling a step. And now, now you start to question, like, hey, what was Shiv? What can Shiv bring to the table? What is Shiv actually contributing? It doesn't seem... Like very much, you know, not to be all like, hey, this is a man's world and misogynistic and everything. But it's like, what actually are you bringing to the table, Shiv? Like, sure, we want to keep you roped in, but like, what are you actually doing? Yeah. So like, what I've been value? thinking that since uh, Kendall's birthday, when Roman got a little too turned up and started dunking on uh, Kendall and Shiv, actually dunking on everybody in the party, to be quite honest. But uh, when he started going in on Kendall and Shiv, um after he had uh, i guess made a, a verbal uh deal with Matson mm-hmm. um prior to but ever since then i really put into perspective like she really hasn't done anything like not even in her her law career none of them niggas won except the mayor who was apparently a shoe in or not the mayor uh the, yeah. what, wasn't it a lady in new york ever got yeah, a lady in new york that had a that a sex scandal right or was it her husband that had a sex scandal yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and then like, she had to fucking lose because because of that. She was like, if I was a man, this shit would have helped. And we we're like, well, too damn bad. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. That's not how the votes are gonna work. Yeah, I, I saw yeah. earlier today. There was like, Shiv has never been smart. She's never been good at her job. Like, people were just using her as a political pawn to like curry favor with her father or, you know, get like closer into that, you know, ATN kind of bag, you know, like fucking Gil was using her to fucking strike up a fucking brawl with her dad, you know, saying like Gil hated her dad. So he's like, Oh, I got Shiv now. <laughs> Look at me, motherfucker. Like, even when yeah. like the, the one thing Shiv has done, like good, good in this whole show is convince that woman not to testify, which was horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, you can only... Uh, and she has a relationship... She also has a relationship with Pierce. I mean, I don't know how genuine it is, but, like, 
they they rock with her and she seems to be able to reach out to Nan whenever she needs to speak. So um I mean that's a that's, that's a an play. angle that that like that's an angle and that's a play that they can use. But in terms of like Waystar Royco, she doesn't really serve much of a purpose, right? Yeah. The cruises yeah. thing kind of went away. They paid the fine on that. Like they brought her in to kind of be the face to make it look like, oh, it's not a boys' club. It's not all misogynistic, right? We we're grooming like a a, a female, you know, C-suite executive, whatever. That's going to change the reputation of this division or whatever. And then it realized not to be that bad. And they just paid a fine and like, kind of, they're like, all right, well, we don't need you anymore. We just needed you as a face for this shit real quick. And you one know, of my, one of my like lines in the episode was when, uh, uh, Kendall told Chiv when she was like, Oh, well I did the town hall, the town hall meeting. He was like, well, that's like daddy do huh, daddy. I do work. Like that. Yeah, was that was a, that was that was like daddy. I do work. Yeah, that was funny as fuck. He also like fucking might drop that shit. Nigga, put in speakers to fuck that shit up too. Yeah, oh, exactly. it's literally a failure, an abject failure. <laughs> it was actually yeah, a failure. I have no idea exactly. Why would you bring this up? So yeah, yeah. yeah Shiv is uh, she's cooked. Yeah, she's cooked. Let's, mm-hmm. let's just call it what it is. She's cooked. She need to get Tom back. Shit, they can be cooked together. <laughs> you cook together. I mean, they, they, they might have to. I don't know unless she end up wanting to be a single mother. <laughs> Shit. You think you think Shiv would know how to be a single mother? What? Hell no. Somebody stepping up to the plate for Shiv. Let's be real. Man. Is that somebody? <laughs> yeah, Tom Wom's game. Facts. Tom ain't going nowhere. <laughs> All right. So Hugo and Carolina. Talk about it. So after you know the board meeting, also time out. But on Hugo, this nigga is giving out trade secrets to his estranged daughter. This nigga, that's literal insider trading. Like that's that's a literal big big felony. Like that 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 is that is like not happening. He's like, yeah, it might have happened right before the market found out about Logan's death. She might have sold a bunch of stocks. Mm-hmm. I was like. God damn, Hugo. I was like, talk about clumsy, sloppy work there, my guy. That's super tough. Jesus. But yeah, so Hugo, all right, all right yeah, let's talk about that right quick. Because they set that up, you know, when Kendall's walking into the building. Mm-hmm. Hugo's on the phone. He's like, oh, you're fucking with me with the strap on right now. And we don't know what's going <laughs> on, but we like, ah, oh, shit, this nigga Hugo in trouble. Then you see why, because, you know, the inside trading shit, Hugo comes to Kendall. He's like, hey, man, you know, you going to be able to help me if shit hits the fan? And Kendall's like, oh, I got some. Good, good luck, Hugo. He's like, I'm, I'm going to use this shit. Like, he walks away smirking because he, he loves to have something over a nigga. Yep. So Hugo and Carolina give him two options. You know, they can, they said uh, <laughs> Operation Embalm Lennon, which is actually a weird reference because apparently whenever John Lennon died they just like embalmed him really quick and just like left his corpse out for like four days just for like people to like see it and be like oh View. John Lennon died type shit and so it's just kind of like building up the person that you know that just passed as like some scion of you know creative genius type shit or you can you know act like y'all were pulling the strings the whole time and Kendall's like, hmm, I like that. You know, Roman thinks he's he's virtue signaling. You know, he think he's too good for that. So he's like, no, that's disgusting. 
fuck up, Roman. He's like, yeah, how about we never, how about we never do that? I mean, you know, Roman, because Roman actually really, like, you know, regardless of how tenuous their relationship, he, he, he looked, he, he, he liked his dad, right? He's not, he doesn't have that killer instinct, right? That, that's why he, he's always kind of needed someone to partner with. He can, there are things that he can do, but he is not, you know, he's not a killer like that. That is not, that is not Roman. He's soft and gushy on the inside. So I don't think he would have rocked with that. Now, I mean, what do y'all think is the, is the better play though, in terms of kind of the two options, like which, which do you think works? The, the the second option, for sure. Like, you know, Logan, you know, he did his thing for a time. But if I'm the kids, I'm like, man, shit, tell these niggas that I was behind the scenes pushing this Gojo deal through. Logan's in here peeing in fucking uh, offices, fucking falling downstairs, can't even put on a fucking sock, man. You know, fuck that nigga Logan, you know, great man in this time. But this all this all been me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kinda kinda like how Sandy has Standy. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy and Sandy. So yeah, like I think I think that's like the smarter play. Even Carolina's like this way is more fresh, you know, it's more woo woo woo, you know. And Kendall acknowledges like that's what his dad would do. So I think even ignoring the fact that this is something that Logan would do, I think a Roman doesn't not like that. He, I don't think he would do the idea, but I don't think he would be opposed if Kendall came back to him and told him that they were doing it. I think Roman's issue is how much, um, like personal stuff again. I like the stuff about Connor, uh, about uh, Logan abusing them or abusing him. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Little things like that. I feel like is why he was like, okay, fine, then we're not going to do it at all. But if it was just to make it seem like, um. They were they were puppeteering Logan, so to speak. Yeah, I don't think that would that stepping on uh, Roman's toes. But at the same time, I think that's exactly what was. I don't think that that's a reach. Like Gojo was Kendall's idea from the jump. Like this wasn't this wasn't uh, uh, Logan's and idea. I was like, and and fucking Roman was the one who built the relationship with Matson, right? Exactly. Like, so so it's it's not totally untrue to say that the two of them fell in it but to play devil's advocate right and to think about it the stock price took a big ass dip right when we see in the previously they're like hey this is dad and you see the stock price take that dip right it says one thing about like hey if you're propping him up and keeping his image maybe you're able to hold that value higher and kind of keep you know get build some more confidence back into that whereas opposed if you're kind of shitting on him it, you know, it kind of says, all right, well, maybe this new stock price is how much they're worth, you know. But at the same time, well, I think that goes twofold because, like I said, even though if we completely negate the fact that this is a move uh, Logan would do, I think the more important part is Caroline and Hugan have proven that they can get Logan out of shit anytime they need to get Logan, Kendall. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just as, imp- I don't say just as important, but. They've been probably the most effective, even including the executive team and everything Jerry's done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if Hugo and Carolina are telling me that we can go this way or we have this option that we think is the right way to go, I'm rocking with y'all. Because y'all are proving that whatever y'all are saying, at least there's you're not just saying this without a plan in mind. Like y'all are actually putting something on the table and actually have a, a execution plan um, in mind. So, of course, I'm going to follow what y'all are saying. Like, this other thing, yeah, that's cool. But if you think this is going to work, yeah, I'm rocking whatever y'all are telling me. 
Yeah. At the end of the day, they got to figure out a way to salvage this stock price, right? Because this nigga can now come back to the table and instead of they were coming back and asking for more, he's like, I'm going to give you half of what I proposed before and right. And, you know, what's the Ooh, leverage man, that they man. have and, and what's the leverage that they have to walk? Like, do you have another buyer? Not really. Like, you know, so and we saw in the in the trailer after the end of um, episode three that he's like, Matt's in there having the conversation like, hey, this is a part shop. This is not a good brand. Like, you know, they've got to figure out a way to make this actually seem like a good brand, like their strong leadership, you know, and et cetera. So they got to figure out that way. But with kind of Kendall making that executive decision and that wink, wink, nod, not so subtle, you know, directive to Hugo, you know, with the leverage that he has over Hugo, what do you think is going to happen when Roman ultimately comes back to the table and finds out that he was doing shit behind his back after they said this was going to be a partnership, right? How do you think that you think he's going to be able to smooth it over, Tom? Or do you think it's 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 going to blow up and kind of create a rift in their joint COO ship of the company? If I'm going to be honest, I think the the rift is going to happen regardless. They're both it, you see like they're already starting to I mean him and Roman are did agree that they're going to be uh co-CEO at this moment, but at the same time, you can already tell that they're already disagreeing. So it was only, it's only going to escalate from here either way. So I don't think he's going to – I mean, I don't know how they, the episode's going to go, but I don't imagine that they'll, like, jump right into beefing this immediately this episode over something that's in the newspaper, in the news, whatever the case may be. I think, like, over, t- like over the course of the episode, there's just going to be more things that the kids disagree on, and then by the end, that's where we may have, like, some kind of – split or um you know what i'm saying where everybody kind of is at least for the moment going their di- uh, different directions yeah let, let me let me give some inside information that will like before we get into the pre- predictions some information that will color uh your predictions on how the rest of the season will shake out so remember in episode one where connor's like we're 10 days out from the election Ooh. So this season is taking place over those 10 days. So you've noticed that like, every episode has just been one day. One day apart, yeah. yeah so like this whole season, is, like the this, this season will end at the election. So it's going to be just literally day after day after day, like week after like for every week. So it's like six days left for the that's to get fire, bro. Like, and, like that's just fire. <laughs> You know how, that like, is. generally, whenever you think of, like, a TV show, like, every season is, like, it's been a year. Or, like, it may have been, like, they may not go jump a full year. They may just jump, like, a few months ahead. But, like, it's significantly apart. How many times is the set, like, at least from season two to season three, it was, like, a day. Like, they were on they were on a boat. Then all of a sudden, boom. Like, Kendall's on, the, on TV. They're flying back to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? This season, they have the... Uh, Everybody splits up in uh, Italy. I think that was where the last episode was, season three. Mm-hmm. They skipped over, like, I guess, like six months or so. And now all of a sudden, we're just one after one after another. We're just day by day ticking through 10 days. Like he said, 10 days for the whole season. Like, this is special TV, man. <laughs> I mean, I think it's interesting, right? Because you get to really see how it's, it's progressing, progressing very slowly and everything kind of happening and quote unquote real time right so that's kind of what you're watching but you know it'll be interesting to see because next episode if you saw the preview they heading to they heading to sweden switzerland they heading to the retreat wherever 
wherever Matson is. Matson time. It's Matson time. What do you think he's asking? What do you think his offer is? I told you it's gonna be at least it's no more than half. Like no more than half what the what the previous offer was. Yeah, I think man, he's gonna say, well, he's gonna get ATN. He's gonna ask for ATN a thousand percent. He's like, I don't want ATN. I don't want none of you old motherfuckers. And I'm gonna pick, <laughs> pick which kid that I want to be on my board. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna play hardball because he know he has all the levers right now. Yeah, I mean, and Matson is Matson is savvy for what you want to say. He's he's savvy. That dude is he's dunked on them repeatedly. Like I don't, there hasn't been a single time this season that any of them have beat Matson, and Matson even beat Logan. Like he went from having to be acquired by Logan to flipping the stock price to being the acquirer. Like you know, like that that's one hell of a power play. Yeah, hey, I'm just excited. Y'all take y'all take more agency than I do, because I, I mean, I think that was a great play, but I think that's just like that's the only thing he's done that's made me like, oh, okay, like he's he's a serious player. He built Gojo, nigga. I was like, yeah, he did build build some shit from the ground up. I was like, and then and then was able to flip it to make it more valuable than the company that was trying to acquire him. So instead of being, you know, he's going to be the merger and, you know, he might get kicked out or whatever and Logan is in charge, he's the one that's in charge, right? That's a pretty big fucking deal. You know you know what I hope they don't do? Which I don't mm-hmm. think they will because we've already, like, met Matson and he's, like, established. But you know how, like, in, in, like, culture at large right now, there's, like, a big thing about, like, uh fuck uh, rich billionaires type shit. Like, you got the knives out shit. You got the menu. Like, mm-hmm. movies about just, like, rich people just, like, not being as smart as they, like, build themselves up to be. Like, as they build them as a, like Elon, like the fall of Elon Musk. <laughs> that's exactly what I think this is. <laughs> oh, that's what you think this is? Yeah. Oh, that's where you think it's going. The fall of Lucas Madison. I'm getting at. I think there are just too many cases where none of these guys are who they think they say they are. And I think this is just a classic case of that. And I get think that's exactly what it is because you mean, oh, he built Gojo. Well, yeah, but what do we know about you know what I'm saying? Like what is what do we really know that he's done? Uh, I, I would mm, that would that wouldn't sit right with me. It wouldn't. Just because like this guy, he out he did outmaneuver Logan. This is this is the person with like all the power. He's literally outmaneuvering these kids. These kids are the ones that are the real like fuck ups. Like these are the they all have the kids for that to be like the billionaire fuck ups that don't really know shit. So I feel like I think that's the base of the show. Like billionaire, like they're they're just as simple minded and stupid as the people down here. This it just looks different because they got the money. I think that's the basis of it. So I don't think that Matson's like super like he's just sitting here finagling and finessing everybody to get what he wants. I think he's just another. That's what I kind of meant last time when I said he's another kid. I think he's just another person in this world, but I don't think he's like a. A wizard. I, don't, right? I think they they painted Logan as a wizard, though. Like, yeah, because he's Logan. Because he's Logan, and then we found out that Logan pisses in his floor, and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, other people have been giving him ideas. He kind of Logan's thing, and I mean, this could just be my perception, but I take it as Logan's like the type of person who knows how to surround himself with smart people, and he was able to manipulate all of them enough to like. All right, I can get you to say like, uh, not necessarily say what I want you to say, but say what you really mean, or like I know how to read your response to 
whatever the question is, like even whenever they were passing around um, presidential names, whenever they were in the room, I think it was see, uh, last season, episode seven or eight, maybe uh, when they were like, all right, why do, why is Connor a good, good idea? We all know Connor is a good idea, but guess what? We're going to throw this idea around. We're going to ballpark it to see. I want to know why exactly why he's a bad idea. Everybody has to tell me exactly why. And I think he being in his position, being able to make people talk and like, OK, cool. Uh, he was able to decipher and make decisions moving forward. But I don't think he was a a wizard either. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why I mean, he once it got to he, he, he wasn't his day, though, like, you think he, in his in he wasn't his day, but at that point he was just good at stealing niggas' ideas. <laughs> he was good. At, he was found finding out about it and then just undercutting them. That's what he was got got good yeah. at, or at least what we saw over the length of this show. Because he he undercut Kendall when he bought Lawrence's, you know, uh, business in, in 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 season one. And I was like, and then he does it again with Gojo, and he does it like he you know he's done it repeatedly and. P- Pits his kids against each other for different positions. It pits the different Pierce executives against each other. He he undercuts Pierce. Like Pierce was about to get bought for you know twenty five billion at one point, and now the kids got it for ten, which is still an overpay, but you know that's still a fraction of where it was before. So uh, you know, I mean, it's some people could say like that's a that's a strength, right? That's that's some business ingenuity, um, cutthroat as hell, but you know, it, it worked. Yeah. And like I'm not, it, I'm, not it got results. I'm not even trying to like glorify Matson. Like I think he's legit for sure, but like I'm not trying to like glorify like oh the genius billionaire type shit, you know, which I know Jesse won't do. But I do <laughs> think yeah. like he's going against fucking Kendall Roman and Shiv, bro. I know. <laughs> I know. So you think it's like it's like playing against toddlers? Like the nigga is like like you working with Kendall and, and Roman, bro. Like you're not a smart guy. <laughs> Period. Like that's, that's, excuse me, because they 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 literally are in this position because of their dad. Matson built Gojo himself yeah. from the like from the ground up. As far as we know, as far as we know, we we don't think he's a nepo baby. But he's just going yeah. against like grown ass like kids, bro. And it's not all their fault because their dad was emotionally unavailable to them. But like these kids ain't on shit, bro. They're, yeah, their their dad never actually groomed them or prepared them mm-hmm. or gave them real responsibility, right? Their dad never actually wanted to let go of the reins enough for them to grow and actually take the necessary steps to like be next in yeah. line, right? He was always just pitting them against each other and still wanted everything to be like me, me, me and about him. Right. He he could never let the ego go and let, you know, some of that spotlight spotlight go on to them. So, you know, I think it'll be I think it'll be interesting. Um, I think, you know, it'll probably be a gentleman sweep in Matson's favor. Uh, so, you know, I'm giving them I'm giving them credit of one game, but it's probably a gentleman sweep hey, in Matson's favor. Give me a prediction for next episode. Well, hold on. Just before that, I will say I don't I'll take it another step and say that I think with Matson, like as far as the deals gotten where I don't know how close it got at the end of season three um, when uh, Logan and Tom were working together to ice out the kids and close the deal with uh, Gojo. But I don't see where there wasn't anybody else on the executive team that Matson would have been able to get in contact with you know what i'm saying like the fact that it's roughly six months ahead and you're 
primary contact for this deal is two people who are on the outside of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I don't see how this is. Uh, I mean, Tom was talking to him. Yeah, yeah that's Tom my was- Again, this is my point, bro. Like, if this if he was really trying to like, oh, I'm gonna just fleece him, get in and out, whatever. I think going through the kids is just not a smart. This is just there's no point to do that. If he was really who y'all are making him seem like he is, because I want to make this very distinct. I don't think he's. I think he's just another guy. I could just be the real resident hater on the show, but um, I think that he's doing all this where he could very likely just go to Tom, go to Jerry, go to Carl. You know what I'm saying? There's other people who are on the inside, actually on the inside of the deal. And if you were really trying to make the deal, you know what I'm saying? Get move on from this as quickly as possible and try to actually get some shit done. You would go to them. You wouldn't go to the kids who, you know, for a fact, were on the outside of the deal, but to prove whatever case or whatever's going on here. And yeah, I know I understand it's a show and it kind of, it wouldn't make sense for the show's sake for him to go to Jerry, Carl, or Tom, but still, I don't Hey, man. This just me. We're going to see, but I just, I just feel like, I mean, I think some of it is just like, like Logan in his prime is right better than Matson in his prime, but Logan wasn't in his prime when he was fighting Matson. So that's why we got Matson above him. And I think the kid, and I don't think it's, I think it's not necessarily that I hold Matson to such high esteem. I think it's I hold the kids to such low esteem that that I think Matson will be able to outclass them because I don't think they're actually worth the damn. Right, if the kids, you know? if the kids fleece Matson, that's a bad that's a bad episode. <laughs> <laughs> that shit would that should it wouldn't make sense. I mean, my prediction for next episode is I just I just got a feeling that. Um, you know, Roman's going to find out about Kendall and then Roman's going to emotionally blow up the deal, which he's prone to do because he's very erratic, you know, and very emotionally driven. So I think, you know, he's going to try to he's going to cause a rift in in the company that's going to backfire and, and, you know, fuck up the deal even more. I think we've seen Tom Fleece Shiv live. Shiv. We've seen we've seen Kendall Fleece Logan live. And you're telling <laughs> me that if somehow, some way these. Episode two, season ten. We're not about to see her act like him telling Pops like, "Oh yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and sit on the bomb for everybody." And then he goes up there and was like, "This is the day's rain." That's a mic drop. It didn't turn out to be anything. It didn't turn out to be anything. But that was that's crazy. Like even to the point where Pops have to give him the look. He was like, "Ah, oh, he might be somebody." But nonetheless, my point being, that's the I don't see how it's bad. Two for eating this chicken. Okay, yeah. boom. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm hey, you said it. I just go a dead clock right twice a day, Tom. (laughs) It's not like if it's uh, if the kids end up being messing like that's a so like that's so obscure like there's no way that could happen like that's a very reasonable given the situation we're in right now. I don't see how this is how y'all this is so off the wall. And again, I am not defending these. They're all clowns, bro. You, I've made that very clear from episode one. I know they can't do it. I've I fought for each one of them at one point or another. Several times, but guess what? They've broken my heart every single time. So I'm not going to sit here and try to vouch for them like I think they're better than Matt's. What I'm saying is I don't think it's outlandish that they would get the better of him with uh, with this deal. And okay. somehow, some way, fingers crossed, if they can somehow give him whatever, but keep 18, which I, I'm i 99% sure ain't going to happen. But There's no way. Like niggas should just walk away from the deal if those niggas aren't willing to give him ATN and just be like, okay, enjoy the dumpster fire of the company that you have without my without my technology platform. I think we're getting I think we're getting a, a funny episode. Like not, but like 
Like you know, like they gonna have fun at the retreat. Like they gonna they gonna be. It's not party. Like it's gonna be like the drinks gonna be flowing. Somebody's gonna be drunk, and I'm not gonna say like like when I say a funny episode, I mean like bore on the floor level funny. Like like some fucked up shit is gonna happen. Somebody's gonna be like hella drunk and get embarrassed, and it's gonna be funny, but. It's not. It's not going to be like a serious family fallout type episode. I don't think. I think it's going to be family fallout. Yeah, that's what me and Tom are on family fallout. You think it's? You think this one is just for the funds? Not that'll come later. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see, man. We'll see. I also think that's the case because, like I said, between the trailers and the previews week to week, isn't there a scene where uh, it's just? Roman and Matson outside, and he's like, "Look, I hate you. You hate me. This, whatever, whatever." I think that happens this episode because mm-hmm. they're outside and they look like that's where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, like just given the scenery with like the clouds, he's sitting outside like on some kind of rock or like bench stool. I don't know, whatever. Um, and I also think that it'll probably be. I don't think necessarily him and. Uh, Kendall like split up, like we're not working together anymore. But I do think they leave Matson's not together. Like I think that scene where uh Romans like driving through riding through the city on the back of like a golf cart, I think maybe that could be like somewhere on the end of the episode. Um, there's like another episode, like another clip where Kendall's on the phone with somebody. Um, I'm I don't know if it was like Frank or Carl, but like somebody from uh, the executive team while he's still out there with Matson, So I don't know if that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that could be a, some kind of rift between those two. But and on that, we'll see what happens. Speaking on that trailer, though, there's also a clip in that in the trailer um, from later on in the season where Matson is at Tom and Shiv's apartment. And like there's like a big party going on. So he's going to come back to New York eventually. But that trailer was also a little tricky. Because there's some stuff that was in this past episode that just wasn't the same as in the trailer. And I was like, wait, no, Greg's supposed to say something right here. And he ain't say it. So, yeah, that looks a little tricky. So, man, okay. I'm, I'm excited, though. I'm excited. Yeah. Any any last thoughts before before we sign out? Last um, thoughts, man. I just want y'all to know that I do not trust these kids either, bro. Y'all not going to paint this picture like I'm sitting here defending <laughs> – Defending like the, the the Wonder Twins or something, bro. That's not what's you happening. Just, you just have more faith than we do, Tom. That's it. If, no, we, I, if, yeah, I, if I you're at that. if you're at faith level of like a five out of ten, we're at like a two out of ten. <laughs> Fine, that, that <laughs> I can live with. We'll go four out of ten because even saying that I give them a 50-50 versus Matson is still way too high. But forty percent, maybe. All right. Okay. So you you thinking like Matson in in six and seven? Uh, <laughs> I think. I once again, I think the kids keep okay. So the kids in seven. So the kids in seven. I think the kids are on the board somewhere, somehow, some way. I think the kids still up, still end up on the board, and I don't think Madsen is the the chief CEO. I don't think he's at the top. That's that's all I can get. It's in six. Kids. He said kids in six. Yeah, Tom's going crazy. Uh, yeah. All right. Kids in six, yeah. Kids in six. Playoff mode, man. It's crazy out here. It's crazy. Playoff mode. All right, haters. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, Until next week, man. We got six more episodes of the greatest show of the of the 2020s. 
It's crazy, man. Uh, until next week, we'll catch you next time. It's been KP. D-Wild. Scotty Too Rare. Keep on watching. Keep on hating. We out. Peace.